Blog Talk Radio. Let's really 
focus in on this now because okay. I have I have people. I'm from St. Louis. I'm from the Midwest. You probably are aware there's a lot of logistics and shipping yes. in, in St. Louis and the Midwest. So I I have Correct. people I've discussed this to now now. I pretty much had the same story, but I want to get it confirmed with you. Basically, in February is when you, the people in your industry's ears started to perk up, and when yep. some when some people, more specifically grocery stores or big box stores or like Walmart, they started ramping up their orders. And so through February, they were like doubling, tripling what their normal orders would do. Uh, you guys were responding to that, working double time. Then after February, that kind of cooled off, and the only thing that was still consistent in those shipping lines was fast food companies. Well, now I'm being told, uh, so that was February, then March. Now I'm being told April, it's almost all cut off now, and they're telling me two weeks or less, all supply lines and all the water and all the food that have been in the grocery stores will be gone, and there's no plan to replenish them. Is that what, is that what your intel is saying, too? Correct. As of right now, the last report that I read, 39 of those DAT, for anyone who's familiar with the DAT boards, which is basically spot market freight that's available to owner-operators and larger fleets as well, um, to purchase unaccounted for freight. Uh, it spiked, as you were saying, in the months you were talking about, it spiked. We saw a nice little increase in it. And um, report just released today from DAT. There's been a 39% downturn in all lanes. Even Reefer and Van, which are your primary sources of food delivery. Now, I've been running pretty much nonstop, about 6,000 miles a week, running emergency relief loads, continuing to help stock uh, Walmart, Kroger's, um, Costco's, you name it. I've uh, been running around with a chicken, like a chicken with my head cut off. But uh, I can tell you right now, our system wasn't designed to, to do this. Our system was not designed to have every single person locked in their house and dealing with having to get groceries. I mean, hell, 30-plus percent of the United States population doesn't even grocery shop normally. So we have this huge influx of people that are now stuck in their houses having to depend on being able to get groceries. Um, and by the way, too, the first wave of people that we saw stocking up on water and food and all this stuff, they're going to run out in two weeks. And then once the supply lines are run out and then there's a second wave of panic, the people that didn't prepare, they're going to go back to the stores. And, and folks, it's all going to be deteriorated and evaporated. And, and again, I, I've had multiple people in logistics and trucking and freight tell me this. Jeremy is confirming this now. And, and look, I'm all about nurses and doctors, some of the greatest people ever. I mean, 99% of those people really do want to help people and have their hearts in the right places. And we talk about them being on the front lines. But when are we going to start talking about how important truckers are to this country? And, and, and do we have to literally starve to death before we see this, Jeremy? 20 seconds. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, back in the 70s, trucking was a respected career. People understood what was going on with them. Over the last 15, 20 years, people have forgotten how important that everything that they have that exists comes in a truck. It's handled, touched by a truck. Without us out here on the roads, without us being able to do our jobs, without freight availability, the country's gone. It's done. we got to reopen this country next week, folks. Well, guys, guys, we figured it out. We fi All right. Well, that was the end of that call. So what do you think, Brad? I totally agree, and I think it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't. I, I think it's about time that we reopen. We're gonna have to, or 
there's going to be a lot of crime straight up. That's how I feel. It's going to start, it's going to start getting to the point where the people that don't have money, they don't have resources, they don't have food. I mean, desperate times call for desperate measures. And that, that means people are going to steal and do what it takes to survive. And it's, we're on the edge of that. Honestly, what do you think? Well, I agree. I agree. I mean, that was pretty. That was pretty scary, because he was saying two weeks. Uh, what's the date of that video? That this week. Uh, April tenth. April tenth. Wow, oh, two days ago. You know, a couple days ago, it was I believe Friday afternoon, on the War Room, so, which you can find on Band dot Video. We use a lot of our clips. Our audio clips are on that, and it's just the free. A website Alex Jones created once they deplatformed him, and I I strongly suggest checking that out. There's all kinds of information on there. It's not just Alex Jones. He's got uh, several other guests, and some aren't even affiliated with uh, Infowars specifically. So, very good material on there, and uh, that was off the war room. So two weeks puts us at April 24th. So that's yeah. pretty scary. So, so if if you listen to this, I mean, we have a lot of uh, listeners outside of the country. We want to say hello to you guys. But if you're listening inside of the United States of America, you better top off those preps because if this trucker is right, actually he he runs a trucking company and he did six thousand miles last week. Holy crap! That was a lot of miles. I mean, if you he listen to him, everything that he's, you know, everything he says, it, it makes sense with what you hear, you know, like he's doing nothing but medical supplies, you know, and the roads are pretty much yeah. empty. I've been checking the uh, Colorado uh, departments. Uh, they have pretty much cameras all along I-25, you know, which runs the, the, the entire length of the state, north to south and is is the main artery, basically, for the state of Colorado and trucking. And obviously, you know, you can get an idea. And it's I see a little bit of traffic, but it's it's compared to what it has been, it's crazy. It's it's down, like, you know, some some cases, like, 80, 80% decrease in traffic, which is unreal. I think that's going to start picking up a little bit once people get a little stir-crazy, want to get out on the roads and do things, but... It's not going to help the food supply because people aren't working, you know? Well, not only that, here's some other stories that I've got as far as um, meat processing plants across the country. There's multiple that have closed. Um, Several meat processing plants around the U.S. are closed because workers have been infected with the coronavirus. Tyson Foods, one of the largest, suspended its pork plant in Columbus Junction, Iowa, so no bacon. Two dozen workers got sick. That's crazy. And then JBS, they shut down a work plant, a beef plant in Pennsylvania. And then we also have JBS, I think... Yeah, here it is. A handful of workers at JBS plant in Greeley, Colorado, have tested positive for the coronavirus. According to the Greeley Tribune, 
Hundreds of workers didn't show up for work on Monday in protests of the lack of protections for workers. So basically, these workers don't have enough gloves, they don't have masks. That's crazy. Well, and that's so that you means, know, where do they get them? Where I mean, I saw an article today here in town is a uh, electrical company. Woodward Governor is now switching over to making protective masks, and it just makes you think like if if they if the CDC really thought that this was a, a strong possibility. I mean, think about this: if they ha- they have FEMA coffins, but they don't have masks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Good point. You're right. They have coffin liners, hundreds of thousands, but they don't have ventilators. Or masks and basic, like, hospital supplies for the EMT and doctors and nurses that are trying to save people. But there's plenty of yeah. coffins ready, you know? It's just, I don't even it's know. It's a world. It's, yeah, and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a matter of time before you know people are it's as soon as the spring starts to get you know nationwide. I mean, it's I'm sure there's lots of places down south, especially from where you're at, that you know it's warm year round. But I mean, here in Colorado, it's still there's still cold days, so people are just now starting to want to get that that itch to get outside and to go do things and. Once that starts to kick in, it's going to be really hard to keep people indoors. And it's crazy. Oh, happy Easter, everybody who listens to this. Happy Easter to all the Christians around the world. And uh, so we did a Zoom with my girlfriend's family today, a Zoom meeting, which I think is owned by China. So now they they got all of our conversations recorded again. Well, uh, American Tech Company. Isn't that good? (laughs) Would a, a fucking Holland or American tech company please make a Skype-like service that is American-owned and operated and not run by the Chicoms for F's sake? You techies, you you microdosing jackasses. Sorry. Oh, what? So what happened? Was it was it bad or what? No, it was good. It was good. It was cool. Um, I look really ugly on a webcam. <laughs> I might be from Holland as well. But we were talking to her uncle, who, University of Boulder, go Buffs, and I think he's a biologist or was a biologist at one point, so I don't know what capacity he is there, but I'm sure he knows some intelligent people. He was in the, he's a science department. So... Uh, my girlfriend's father asked him, what do you think? How long is this going to last? Last, And he said, well, he said, talking about the antibiotic antibiotic test. Antibody test? Sorry, I can't talk. Where mm-hmm. I guess they prick your finger antibody. or they need your antibody, where they need your blood to see if you've had it. And it basically didn't mess you up. And he said, until they do that... Um, and that's not going to be ready for a while. He said, we're looking to a lockdown at least until fall. That's what his opinion. And her parents were like, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, we're going Great Depression if that happens. Oh, it's you know? beyond Great Depression, Brad. Like, that will literally be equivalent of an EMP. 
I mean, there will be no, uh, there will be no money to pay for Social Security, to pay for 401k. I mean, it's like they're just print. They've been printing fake money since basically we were born. You know, literally, like from the 70s. Yep, yep. It's just been a joke. Well, and I think in the in so, the late 70s they they went off the gold standard, and then I think Clinton did something else. I have to do research on it. I know Clinton had something to do with it. That slimy stable boy. Sorry. So they're still just inflating it. You know, that's all they do. Like, literally, that's what yeah. the, the whole stimulus and everything is all it's ever going to do. So, you know, I, I mean. They're getting to the point, Todd, yeah. where they don't even print the money anymore, physically print it. They just create zeros, ones and zeros, like the freaking Matrix. And then they just transfer those ones and zeros over into your balance sheet as a bank. So all of a sudden, you log into your account, and all of a sudden, I've got $15 million from the Fed that I could lend out. Oh, awesome. And now the Fed owns our ass. And so it's like, what? They're just out of thin air. The whole system is set up on just a bunch. It's a scam. And we're set up. We're dead either way, dude. Even if we get back... China owns our ass because rumor has it China's going to a cryptocurrency backed by gold and China has a shit ton of gold and I guarantee you our sellout politicians have been selling our gold to foreign countries they've been just selling it for a freaking uh, a three-titted hooker you know what I mean these bastards have been selling us out it's insane they sell out our jobs. Everything is made in China. We don't make anything anymore. Nothing. There used to be that little made in the USA sticker. Nope. Yeah, I, I mean that's not right. it's been it's like that right. forever, and it's that's why we, you know, that's why when we look back at it, Brad, you were what we counted seven weeks ahead of the first wave of idiots running to freaking Walmart and whatever. And it's just a basic common sense. I mean, you, you've lived in Southern California for, what, 30-plus years or something like that, 25 years or more. And you know, you see the ports and you see the shipping lanes and everything, and it's like all of a sudden that stops. And it just it's just a matter of time. It's just coming over the Pacific slowly. And it's like, this, you know, once China stopped, you knew that those resources were stopped, then it was going to be fine for a little bit while we used up what was already here. But then once that was used up, the rest of it's done and it's not coming. And so that's when everything got crazy. And that's what's basically going to happen again with the truckers in the United States on a smaller scale, right? All of our stuff comes from China. Now that resources ran out. Now all the shipping from all over the companies across America, they get the food and whatever, everything across America. Now that stops for what now, 20-some days, we're going to start to see the end of that, right? It was, took about two months for us to see the first freak out, mm-hmm. you know, here in, here in the United States compared to China, and we're, we're entering that phase of the, the United States portion of the freak out, and that's when shit's going to get real. Well, that's what it seems like... The old shooter. From what that guy said talking to Owen is basically seems like the warehouses are running out and that jobs for the truckers are just trickling like maybe if you 
you were in with the, one of the ladies who who buys the freight, you know, and she calls you up and gives you the gig, then you're in. But otherwise, I heard a lot of truckers are just sitting at truck stops waiting for work. You know, they're they're deciding should I yeah. should I drive all the way back home and waste all that gas and then gas and I might get a, a load, or do I just hang out here for a few days and see if I can get something? It's like oh man, not only that, uh, there's like rest stops that are running like that oh, aren't open. Dude, those lot so, lizards, you know, you get on the road. And those, those those lot lizards are always got like hepatitis. Where they got freaking I'm not worried herpes, about that. What, what are you talking about? Lizards. I'm talking about being able to sleep and go to the bathroom and stuff like that. I mean, oh, dude, you that's what I'm saying. Drop a, drop a deuce behind your rig and use a tube sock. But you got to look out for the lot lizards. <laughs> well, there's oh, another sorry. article on Drudge about the grocery workers hold on, hold are on. increasingly... We have, a, we have a special guest. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, he can't. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, we are live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Oh, sorry. This fucking thing sucks. Oh. Yeah. That's Tomorrowland. That is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. No, we got, again Bill, we got a few more minutes. Wait. No. Copyright, we jackass. Oh. Damn it. He hung up on us. You ruined my my article, by the way, for that bullshit. We got a few few more minutes. We actually have eight minutes and 15 seconds, so go ahead. Hit up your article, your research. Uh, Well, you know, I was just going to say that that now we talked about truckers not getting work to take loads and stuff to move supplies. Now, now we're looking at grocery workers that are in fear of showing up at work for the fact that they might get sick from the risk of all the people coming in. Like, I mean, it's like, you know, everybody's going to get food. You got to get food, so you know, it's it's something that they're starting to be afraid of. And and some of these elderly grocery workers, you know, are, are threatening to do what those meatpacking plant workers are doing for the same reasons of the lack of supplies that we talked about, you know? I mean, I tried to buy masks, like an actual mask after. That's the one thing I didn't get. I have I have a few, but I don't have, like, a lot, and they're gone. Like, don't you can't find them. I can't find them anywhere. And if you do find them, they're reserving them for, like, you know, EMTs and emergency resource people, but and I understand that. But, I mean, it's like how how are they supposed to enforce laws wear that stuff for even for workers of truckers and grocery stores to move things if they're not even available they're not even here and the ones that are being sent from china are probably contaminated i wouldn't trust that oh yeah there's there's a video of the guys in china making it and they're rubbing it on their feet and on the ground and they're laughing and i've heard um i don't know where i heard this this could be fake news but if you are wearing a nice N95 or N100 mask out and you're not a nurse or a doctor, people are giving you shit. Like, why are you wearing that? You know, and it's like, hey, F you. I bought this in January when I first heard of fucking the Wuhan. You know, so I have every right. Can't help it, you guys. You know what I mean? 
People are like, you should be wearing that mask. It's like, hey, I bought this. I'm not going to make some well, mask I mean, out of a freaking hanger. They raided a guy in New York who did that and was reselling them. The FBI found out about it and raided his house and confiscated cases and cases of N95 masks, which I, that's crazy Oh, man, I could have. End of January, beginning of February, I could have got cases and cases. They were at Walmart. I got oh, yeah. I got one box. It had five in it. I've got <clears throat> five people in my household, potentially. Definitely three. So, I mean, I'm not hoarding. And that's another thing. Freaking well, they don't last that long, so you're not hoarding. You're underprepared. One is two is one, right? Uh-huh. True, but what I do is uh, if you bake them out in the sun, you can reuse them. Oh, I need to check out Allegedly. the UV light, too. I was going to try and oh, yeah, absolutely. People, you, you gotta can be order careful UV on the knockoff. And, well, but even a good UV light can disinfect in three to four minutes your your clothing, uh, you know, pretty much anything that you have. So they're not cheap, but they're, you know, something that will last and they're reusable. And for something like this, you're probably going to have to reuse it. So just a thought. Yeah, you could do water. You can purify water with it. You can purify countertops, your keyboard, your mouse, your pushy stick, your cell phone. I mean, everything. (laughs) Endless possibilities. I'm going to have to go out again in the next few days and stock up, I think, because I'm pretty prepared right now, but I think that if I went out and I did the same scenario that I did before, I could have... I would have a few, you know, three to four months easily, easily. Yeah, I think so food uh, and water. Just and from listening to all that, listening to that guy say two weeks it's going to be empty. I think that's a good idea. Like top off the preps, get get some canned goods. Rice is probably gone, but maybe, maybe there'll be box rice aroni or something like that. A couple bags of potatoes. Um, Fruits and veggies, get whatever you can. Because I don't know if this is true, but I heard you can slice a tomato and plant that slice and you it'll grow. I don't know if that's true. We'll find no, out because I did what you do with the tomato it. is you can literally just take the seeds out of the tomato. You would slice it and you take the little teeny seeds out and dry them and then plant those. That's all I've done. I've got 60 plants going. That's what I was going to say. In two months, three months, I'll be starting to get some radish and some uh, snap peas and maybe a few little tomatoes, but those usually come on strong later. But growing a big garden this summer, and then I'm going to continue with a small indoor vegetable garden and do that for the winter. So I just have have 16,000 seeds that will show up this Thursday, non-GMO seeds, 40 different uh, varieties of vegetables. They quit selling seeds you can at Walmart. Separate them. I know. I heard that they they roped them off as non-essential. We're almost at the two-minute warning. You should seriously separate all those seeds into like barter, because you could barter that dude. I don't know for what, but if they, I mean, that's a hot commodity. Well, if we get to that point, if we get to that point, I have them, but I'm not going to dick with them until it's like to that point, you know. 
I guess. Yeah, well, it sounds like we're getting to that point. I don't. I mean, it's no, I know. Trump it's, said it's, Easter. Well, hopefully they it's reopen. Easter, they and I'm it. not going to work tomorrow. Well, no, they did. They said Easter originally, and then they switch it. So we'll see. We'll see by the end of April. Like we'll know within the next two weeks if it's going to get really bad. End you know what I mean? April is that's still fucking. That's still a long time. Well, no, it's the 12th, so that'll be right around you know the mid you know, three like, weeks, twenty fourth. You know, twenty fourth, twenty sixth. And then they'll know by the 26th if it's going to be open again. You'll have an idea. And from what I've heard, I don't know about California because California is bad, but they say Jared Polis is really want to open up Colorado again. Like all I've heard about that and that they're saying that they want to really try to plan for the end of April because they feel, they feel the mm-hmm. peak was a week ago. So yeah. we'll All right, see, well, we're down we'll to about we'll 60 see. seconds. For about 60 seconds, my brother, this is the Brothers Grimm Show. You want any, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, give the truckers a break. I see a lot of people driving crazy, you know, normally on the roads. Obviously now there's not a lot of traffic, but I think it's, it's a good point to remember the people that transport the food. Be grateful for those that supply what we have that we take for granted and uh, on every level. I think it's something that after this ends, hopefully within the near future, this will be a distant memory. But the one thing we do need to take from this is that we need to remember the things that were so fragile and to respect that and be grateful and appreciate them. You know, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Awesome, Todd. Great show, my brother. Once again, this is Brothers Group right. Show on Blog Talk Radio. We're also, we have a Twitter. Check us out there. Uh, YouTube, iTunes, Brighteon, but our home base is here at Blog Talk. Thank you, Blog Talk. Everybody take care, be safe, and uh, love each other, and don't get the Rona. Don't get the Rona. Take care, Brad. Late. Late.